Hello, and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 68. I'm your host, Cameron Schustar, and with me is... James Seelig. Today is Saturday, October 10th, and it is a little bit before noon. It's like 11.40ish right now in the morning, usually. Actually, lately we've been recording at night, so it's kind of a nice change of pace to get this done out of the way. Yeah. At the start of the day. A little bit early, 11 in the morning-ish. <laughs> Which I know other people are probably like, dude, I get up at 7. Like, well, okay, I'm not a monster like you. Uh, I, I usually only do that Monday through Friday for work, but otherwise, I hate it. So, Dude, like, since I graduated, I've had such bad, like, alarm clock habits. Or, like, I'll literally, I'll set my alarm for, like, 10 in the morning which is already like, that's late anyway. I'm just like, I just don't want to sleep all day. And I'll literally hit the snooze over and over again until like, oh, <laughs> like for like an hour. <laughs> that's how bad I've been. I'm, I should really just try to fix that, but easier said than done. <laughs> you know, I've been on an ever ending quest to get like eight hours of sleep and it hasn't really been working last night. I, I'm not really sure what time I fell asleep. It was somewhere. I want to say honestly, between, 12 and 1 maybe 1 30 so i slept a good amount i do remember waking up at like 5 a.m for some reason i was just kind of like ah well fuck like i had like it took like 30 minutes to knock back out but i hate when that happens yeah it's the worst so i I guess that made sense that i slept another five hours after that (laughs) i don't know but yeah it's it's a fun time uh yeah this is sutra side talk we talk game movie and tv news usually select news that we have an opinion on and we also talk about what we've been playing and what we've been watching uh there isn't much news this week james it's gonna be well it's a lot of movie news primarily and some television news uh but there's also a little bit of playstation news otherwise it's lighter than Kind of like last week, it's a little bit lighter. I think this is even lighter than the previous week, though, because last week it wasn't any big news, but we had a lot of smaller news, so it's kind of... I mean, at least it seems like for video games, uh, currently... I mean, I said this last episode, it's kind of the calm before the storm. Like, the the new consoles come out in, like, a month, so people are just kind of waiting for that. And we already know pretty much everything we need to know about the PlayStation 5 and Xbox uh, Series S and X. So people were just like waiting. Like yeah, I said, we had a little bit of PlayStation news, but uh, not too much else on the gaming side. Yeah, and also like pretty much all the fall games are starting to release now. So also that, yeah. All the focus will be on them. And that's not really news at this point, just because they're already out. And that's more like, you know, reviews than news. So. That's going to be happening. Uh, maybe not for us necessarily, because I'm still way behind. I don't know, James, what you're going to be playing. But, like, I mean, I know, uh, you know, so far we've gotten, like, Tony Hawk earlier, Avengers. Uh, and if anything, I'll talk about Tony Hawk one day. And then uh, Star Wars Squadrons just came out. I have a couple friends that have played it. And, what like, one I think is playing it in, like, VR. And they're just like, oh, wow. But, yeah. like... I uh, really badly want to play that in VR because I've been saying for years that if they just made a Rogue Squadron game in VR, I would lose my fucking mind. Yeah. Another friend, I guess he didn't have the right controls on. He was like, this is awful. Um, <laughs> and he switched it and he's like, okay, it's much better now. I do want to play it. I also, though, I'm still in that no buy mode. I think the only yeah. game, James, I'm buying uh, before... Uh, I finished my backlog right now because I've been kind of more 
uh, strict on it lately, I would say is probably Cyberpunk, because I have pre-ordered that already. So Cyberpunk is the only one I'll kind of get release day. Um, and then in the next-gen console games like Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Demon's Souls, which, you know, I just did that for hell the hell of it, because it's like, oh boy, next-gen! Uh, but we, we actually, I will say this uh, before we do get into it, uh, I think, James, we should do, when we're getting a little bit closer to the PlayStation launch and Xbox launch, we should do a, a double episode recording in one week, and we're going to do a, one that's maybe like uh, preparing for all the launch, we're going to talk about all the launch games that are coming out, what we're going to play, what we're going to check out, we're going to talk about maybe potentially uh depends how far we're we're feel we're how how uh i guess i don't know what you would say how positive we're feeling on our knowledge of this gen's games if we want to wait till our backlogs are finished or not uh to kind of talk about our games of the generation and stuff like that maybe or we might just save that for the next year i'm not too sure yet i mean but... we'll, we'll get into it for the playstation news uh that we got but like with the game saves being able to transfer over and stuff like that like it sounds like i'll basically be able to replace my playstation 4 in my entertainment setup uh with my playstation 5 and yeah. it'll basically play almost every single uh, playstation 4 game that i would ever want to play yeah and that's actually the news we'll be starting with anyway so yeah i'll be talking about that pretty soon and I guess also, James, I do feel like because we're so behind on, like, talking about what we've been playing and watching. Uh, like, I, like I said before, my list of movies and TV shows is over 20-something right now. It's, like, actually a lot. And with October, like I said, I'm adding on, like, seven movies a week. Uh, and oh, about, yeah, yeah. Yeah, seven movies a week. And I'm also watching, like, you know, I just finished The Boys. Uh, uh, so I just, did I, dude. I fucking love it's like the only Amazon show I actually really like. Yeah, it's finished that, and then I uh are watching what we do in the shadows right now too. So it's a lot of stuff is going on in terms of like watching stuff right now. I'm actually the past couple days I haven't played shit because I, I've just been I don't know, I haven't I haven't had the drive. Like I'm playing Uncharted Lost Legacy. I'm on the final twenty seventeen game. Like I'm right there. And I'm hoping to have at least 2018 done before the next gen consoles come out because 2019 gets big again because that's kind of where i skipped entirely that's like you know jedi fallen order death stranding uh what else came out that year james i already forgot dude i, <laughs> I don't just... really keep track of that stuff it's, time kind of rolls together eventually yeah shit it's it's like all the pre-quarantine games it was like those two and oh out, out, what was it out, like there's out, a new calendar outside lands of like what, what's it called quarantine and post quarantine yeah what's that obsidian game called i keep forgetting the name outside oh, lands uh, outer worlds outer worlds that's what it was yeah so that game uh it's like those three i think uh maybe something Not else to be confused I, with outer wilds there's too many there's too many out out things that I, that's why i get confused with the titles sometimes but all right all right enough of that uh We'll jump right into the news. We'll start with the gaming news, get through it pretty fast, honestly. Uh, it's the PlayStation save news. So we finally got some news on that, which James actually just talked about, yeah. but I got a little statement from Sony on how it works. So I'll read that really fast. How do PlayStation 4 game transfers and game saves work between the two consoles? You can 
transfer digital games, game data, and game saves from a PS4 console to a PS5 console using LAN cables or LAN cables, whatever you want to call it, or by connecting wirelessly Wi-Fi. Which if, is exactly what you could already do. Like if you got a new PlayStation 4, you could hook up your old PlayStation 4 and directly transfer all your data to it. So that it's, I like that, that it's basically sounds like the same process so far. Yeah. It's like connecting Game Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you've already stored uh, PS4 games and game data in the external USB storage device connected to your PS4, you can bring them over to your PS5 with that external USB storage device. And if you are a PlayStation Plus member, you can also sync PS4 games on PS5 through cloud storage. So, I mean, a lot of people are PlayStation Plus subscribers, yeah. so I'll be doing that. That's like easy because I, I auto say I auto upload all of my PlayStation yeah. 4 saves to the cloud. So that'll be no that's that's like, oh, thank God. It's just nice to have a backup in case your PlayStation like d- dies on you. You can you don't lose all your saves and stuff. It's super. Yeah, nice. I don't want the repeat I mean, Xbox PlayStation. PlayStation 3 did that to me. Remember, I remember my launch PS3 yellow lighted on me and I, I forget what game it was. It was like Assassin's Creed 2 or something I had to start over. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't remember if my PlayStation 3 yellow lighted on me before or after saves got... It, it uh, did it to me out. in 2010, I think. It was 2010 or 2011 that that happened. So I was like, oh god. And then I was like, it's a launch 60 gig backwards compatible I don't care how much it costs. I want it repaired and it costs like a hundred and something bucks. And I was like, I don't care. It's, yeah. it's, it's a very special device. It basically had a PS2 built into it. So it could do that. It was that's yeah. insane. That's why it's, uh, I still have it. I'm, I'm never getting rid of that bastard. I love that thing. Uh, and yes, yeah, so it's cloud storage. And then it just says, please note that the ability to transfer game saves between a PS4 version and a PS5 version of the same game is a developer decision and will vary title mm-hmm. by title for cross-generational games. Uh, so that's the only thing that worries me a bit, but it... I mean, it basically I just means, you know, like, devs... It, it does... It's basically them going, so it's up to the devs. They have the power to do it It's uh, if they want to, and, you know, most devs don't want to look bad in that light, so I'm yeah. sure they'll probably do it. We already have, I think... I'm not sure how many people have already tweeted but the one that stood out not really stood out but they were like the first ones on it because i guess you know they know and they're part of sony was uh naughty dog we're excited to share that all of our ps4 games will be backwards compatible on ps5 including the last of us and Charlotte 2 and stuff so you can assume there that their save games are also uh gonna be the same thing it even says the jack series and i guess yeah. uh because saw... they're ps2 classics right or is it um I'm not 100% sure. I All I know is that I saw, like, someone I watch on YouTube posted a video saying that out of the, like, 4,000-plus uh, PlayStation ga- uh, 4 games there are out there on the market, like, 10 total will not be compatible with PlayStation 4 at launch. Five, sorry. So, yeah, that, and that list was, like, literally all... Ga- one was... Uh, the only one I remember by name was Afro Samurai 2 something something. Yeah, so... I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a shame that even just like a handful of games won't work on PlayStation 5, but it sounds like it's not unfixable. Uh, yeah, it, it, I feel like the 10 games, maybe it's licensing. Maybe that Maybe that too. I don't know. Because it, it's a very random assortment. I think another one was like Dirt 2 or something random. I was just yeah. like, it's like, it was all games where I was like, 
that's fine yeah so <laughs> the fact that almost every single playstation 4 game will already just like inherently work on the playstation 5 i don't see why the the saves for those games wouldn't work like if it's literally just the developer has to say like yeah okay let them transfer their saves it should be no problem i would yeah and it's just also nice to see that i mean it's like it's enough that it was like hey the list of games that work are so big that here's just the games that don't and it's just 10 games and it's like out of the entire ps4 library from 2013 through 2020 seven eight years of shit it's just like 10 games that's that's yeah. pretty good i, I expected to see like really... madden mad i expect to see all the madden games and stuff but it wasn't even on there that is actually so. really funny that it's one of those rare instances where it's like well it would actually be take less time to tell you how many things wouldn't work on it there's just some dude dressed up as afro samurai like no no <laughs> i will never get a playstation 5 i can't believe this but, but yeah, yes. also, uh, real quick, I guess, speaking of how you're going to store all that data on your PlayStation. Uh, oh, yeah, more good news, guys. Yeah, they, this is actually pretty good. Uh, so Sony did a full teardown of the PlayStation 5. On they their, did an autopsy. Yeah, they they broke it down into, like, I think literally every individual part of the uh, PlayStation 5 that you can take apart besides, like, ripping the RAM off of the motherboard and stuff. Yeah. Uh, for one thing, they did show the, how the stand works, and it literally, like, screws into the PlayStation. It's kind of weird, but it's also a, a Did bit you more... see the Xbox tweet? I, I, I thought that was This is funny. how you use the stand. This is how you turn it. They just, like, put it on its side. Yeah, they just put they... it on its side. But, like, I don't know if I like that you can't take off the foot pad thing of the, play, of the Series X, as far as I'm aware. But it's not like it's a deal breaker or anything. Um... But anyway, so while Sony was uh, tearing down the PlayStation 5, uh, two things kind of stood out to me. One, the side panels of the PlayStation 5 are fairly easily removable. They're not like screwed in or anything. They're just held on by like hooks and stuff. So that could mean that it might be actually really easy to buy like third party plates or even just have Sony put out special edition plates for the PlayStation. So instead of having to buy a whole new console to uh, change up its look you just get these like plastic plates which i kind of, i think that's a really nice uh thing and they also showed off that um there is a like so the memory that comes with the playstation is soldered onto the uh, the motherboard so you can't remove that unlike the playstation 4 hard drive so when you upgraded your playstation 4 you would literally remove the old hard drive and just put in whatever new one you put uh, you wanted now it's literally just like an extra slot for like eventually you can add on to your memory so you're not losing anything by upgrading your hard drive you're literally just adding memory on top of it which i really like if you got a one terabyte uh ssd to add on that means now instead of going i have one terabyte you're going i have two terabytes or if you add on a two terabyte you know it's like if i replaced my one terabyte ps4 pro right now with a two terabyte added two terabytes if I replaced my one terabyte PS5 right now with the two terabyte out of three terabytes, because you don't remove it, which I I love that. I, I love that they can they they did that. That's fantastic. That's actually really good. That's like um, I don't know how would you say, it, James? They basically say that's like you know you, they're keeping the C drive in there, and now you can just add a D drive. Yeah, like I I was saying to Chris the other day that like. It's nice that Microsoft takes away the guessing work out of buying an like a 
expandable memory card for the Series X, but that does make it way more expensive because it's a proprietary connecting system and all that. But so for PlayStation, it's a little bit more complicated because we, we're going to have to wait to t- uh, see which hard drives are even compatible with the PlayStation 5 eventually. Which is but, fine since it's like, how the fuck are you going to use up a terabyte that fast? Exactly. <laughs> uh, but also it's like, so now we just have whatever we want in the future, like whatever company releases a hard drive that just like will fit into that slot, it'll work, supposedly. I don't know. It might, it might be a, little, a bit more complicated than uh, that just because you got to make sure it's like the right specs. Which but, I, I feel like Sony will, uh, PlayStation will definitely probably let you know, be like, hey, oh, these are the ones we've been talking about that you've been waiting for. Like, get these ones. These are the ones on the market that are per- yeah. perfect for your PlayStation 5. So I, I just think it's a really nice thing that Sony, even I guess back to the PlayStation 4, they were just like, yeah, we're going to let you upgrade your PlayStation however you want. Just as long as it works in the system, you can buy it. So it's a little bit more consumer friendly, I guess, because it's literally just like you have all the options you you need. Yeah. And I will say to like, once again, you know, just saying it, but like the solid state drives right now that you can buy for your Xbox are like $200 right now. Yeah. Like they're pretty fucking expensive. So, you know, totally go for them. If you have a Series X, you know, that makes sense. You want to expand your storage. Yeah. If you have a Series S, like, or you're going, you want to get a Series S, and you want to get one of those to expand it, like, I, I literally don't see why you would do that. It's literally paying more than what you actually would have just paid for a Series X, considering the fact that it's like a Series S is only 500 gigs. Yeah. And just get the Series X. That just makes more sense. Like, I would start off with the bigger console with the bigger storage than a smaller console where you got to upgrade the storage. It just, it's more feasible and it's better for you. Um, and obviously, you know, you're buying an Xbox either way, but I would yeah. just say, you know, go for the Series X if you're doing that. It just makes more sense. All right. But that's it for the gaming news. We actually got through it pretty fast. Um, that That's all there is. Uh, there wasn't much else, like I said before, which I'm totally happy about. Now on to the movie TV news, which is a little bit bigger, but it's really just a listing of shit. So, James, you know how, like, we talked about delays a little bit recently? Mm-hmm. Um, Disney had delays and then they delayed a couple other movies. So it's not over yet. Oh, no. So it's, there's more last week. It was what James Bond, fast and furious. And then they moved up monster hunter. I think. Yeah. That was so weird. I this I'm time that's right. It says it's coming out in December. Yeah. So I, 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 which I don't know if they really want to compete with, uh, wonder woman. Because Wonder Woman comes out on Christmas. Yeah, I'd, uh, honestly, I'd much rather watch Wonder Woman than Monster Hunter. And I love Which, Monster Hunter. Hopefully the, we can... I mean, I don't even... We'll see if Wonder Woman actually sticks to that slot, too. Yeah. We don't even know. True. But, all right. So this is all the movie delays. A lot of them are actually Warner Brothers 2. It's some DC stuff here. Uh, I'm going to just go down the list of what I've written down. So starting off with Dune. We just got that trailer. What better news to have yeah. a trailer than to delay a movie? Uh, it's gone from December 18th of this year to October 1st of next year. So it doesn't come out now for another wow. year. Yep. I, I heard it was delayed. I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah, it's that it's that long. So Dune wow. is gone, guys. Sorry. Now you have more time to finish the book and watch the other movie like me. I do. I have the book on my <laughs> desk. I was like, I borrowed it from Chris the other day because I was like, ah, I might try to read it before it comes out. Now, now I you, can, you can. you can judge for yourself. 
uh, Matrix Four has actually moved up. Uh, from it was uh, they had delayed it to April first, twenty twenty two. It's now coming out in uh, December twenty second, twenty twenty one. So the Matrix Four is a Christmas movie now. Keanu Reeves Christmas time, everybody. I hope you enjoy that. Neo saves Christmas. <laughs> this is more on the unfortunate side because October was the perfect month for it, but the Batman has been delayed from October 1st to March 4th. Mm. So that happened uh, oh, March 4th of 2022. Oh, so, wow. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, so that's not even coming out. So now we don't have that next year. I was about uh, to say, year, like, that doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> it's because also specifically that movie is the one dealing with, like, it's been delayed because also Robert Pattinson had contracted corona. Yeah. So that makes sense. I think we still have The Suicide Squad and Black Adam, though. So now we're down to two DC movies next year. Unless they delay uh, Wonder Woman 2 next year, then we'll have three again. We'll see, though. Uh, which, I mean, if they did, they'd probably shift the Suicide Squad to Batman's area and have Wonder Woman take the Suicide Squad spot if they do another delay. That's just my prediction if they do, but we'll see. Uh, the Flash has been delayed from June 2nd, 2022 to November 4th, 2022. So it's like a five-month delay there. And Shazam 2 has been delayed from November 4th, 2022 to uh june 2nd 2023 so shazam 2 is no longer in the 2022 area basically the batman kind of kicked it out uh to the next year Mm -hmm. oh wait so actually oh my bad so this is actually what uh i said black adam was coming out next year so i'm wrong because black adam minecraft and two unannounced films have been taken off the calendar minecraft yeah apparently there's a minecraft movie i don't know but James, <laughs> that Black Adam and two unannounced films have been taken off the calendar completely. Oh no! Yeah, I mean they did that already. Feels so the bad Matrix. for The Rock because like they, he's been like he looks like he's been so excited for that for so long, and they just keep delaying it. Yeah, I, th- I mean it's like they've done that before. Other studios have already taken stuff off the calendar and already given them dates again. I just think they're just kind of like we have to wait and see now if there's more shifts and if there are then they, there's no point because they'll have to move it again. But if they just yeah, wait, then it'll make more sense. That's after. true. I, I'm assuming that... I guess I was assuming that they took it off the calendar because they're, like, stopping production. And that's not it. I Probably. It's just that, like, shit's so turbulent right now that, like, who the fuck knows when we'll be able to put out that movie. I don't know. Yeah. And, and you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. And... What else? Shit's crazy there? right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. say it lightly. Uh, and finally, Jurassic World Dominion has been delayed from summer 2021 to June 10th, 2022. So basically, an entire year delay. Also, <laughs> apparently, some of the cat, the, some of the crew have contracted corona oh, on set. That's not so good. that's also probably a big reason why. Yeah, I laughed because um, like you're talking about it being delayed, and I forgot that movie even was like. A thing i sort of forgot but also it's like i'm looking forward to it because it has the original cast in it oh okay i'm a little and they're all gonna be together now. i just Dude, it has all three of them it has, it has laura dern um that might Sam, be cool. uh, uh what's this shit neil what's this sam neil and uh jeff goldblum yeah okay they got me in again because like 
I just didn't like the last one at all. So stupid. Oh, I loved it. It was, it was, um, I was laughing so hard in the theater when that came out. Like, dude, the fucking Indoraptor, when it like looks at the, it, dude, dude, it, it straight up smiles it, at the camera. It l- smiles at the camera and goes, hey kids, uh. want to see something cool and fucking kills that. He's like, where's that fucking guy? It's like, where's my bonus? And then just was like, I'm going to take a tooth. <laughs> stupid that was so cartoonishly good james i don't know how you could hate that that was fantastic that was like that was some oscar worthy shit right there There it was like the boogeyman trying to take down that girl's like bed sheets and stuff she's like hiding under the bed sheets and it's like i'm gonna fuck with her (laughs) so good so good they're alive just like (laughs) me all right oh, fucking god <laughs> so that's all the that's all that's only all of the movie delays guys so that's still i'll put it this way everybody uh, even me like I, I i've created a giant watch party for a bunch of friends at uh or a watch schedule for friends uh from school that we've been like on our discord we've been watching movies all quarantine pretty much together and i did like monster movie thursdays and at first, it was just, like, I've been rotating, like, every other week is a Godzilla film in a chronological order, of course. Uh, and we've been doing most of them in Japanese, which most of us have never actually seen them all in Japanese, so it's been fun. And then uh, we do, like, some modern ones, and then the one-shot, like, 50s, 60s kaiju movies as well. Like, all, you know, Rodan, Mothra, and all those. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have made a full... Ro- I, I was insane one night. I spent two hours or one hour making a full roadmap. To where we'll finish all of the movies, including all the, like, the fourth era, the Raiway, Raiway era, like, the Netflix anime ones included, we'll be done with everything a week before Godzilla vs. King Kong comes oh, out in May. Nice. So, Perfect. if it gets delayed, then I'll just be like, that's, like, the only movie I'm just kind of like, every movie I've come to terms that I'm like, don't expect anything anytime, any at any point anymore. Just, it happens when it happens. Except for Godzilla vs. King Kong, where I'm like, don't fucking move that movie. And also, stop populating no, you'll Bastards. you'll ruin my plans. Yeah, straight up, you'll ruin my plans. Don't ruin my plans. Uh, so, that's the only thing I've been worried about. But I would say, you know, guys, just don't get a, don't get attached to your movies. Um, nothing, is, nothing is in stone. We're seeing, like, uh, uh, real fast, like, Soul. The Pixar movie Soul isn't coming to theaters anymore. It's going to Disney+. Plus oh in december yeah and they haven't said whether it's gonna be a premium or not like uh mulan was uh which i have less of a gripe with this than mulan for yeah. uh activist reasons i guess you could say or like morale moral reasons for sure um but at the same time 30 dollars is disney's like you know they charge more than any other company you'll if see it was like put out a movie even i'd be like oh man you know maybe I don't yeah. know. Might make a night out of it. Because it's like you have to have your Disney Plus subscription and then pay another $30 to just get early access to yeah, a movie you'll have access to already. Crazy. is pretty... That's robbery, kind of, I would say. Even if it's like, you know, Pixar worked really hard and I really enjoy their films. And it's a lot... I have a lot more interest in this than I do in Mulan. But if it's like... Yeah, if it's 15 20 bucks like a normal film, like, that they're not trying to basically act like they're all high and mighty, then that's great. If it's $30 where they're basically just going like, we can charge more than everyone else because we're Disney, then, you know, sorry, Disney. If you want to do that, then I don't want to play. I can only (laughs) hope that because 
Mulan lost so much money for them. Like, I hope the that they see that almost no one uh i I don't even know you can't even say bought it because you're not really buying it you're like renting it technically for like 30 bucks i hope so few people uh spent that uh, money that they're like yeah we're not gonna do this again or if they do it's not like 30 bucks it's like 10 bucks or something like that yeah like, if they want to experiment with, like, well, how much are people willing to pay for... I don't even like that, though. It's just, like... <laughs> I don't know. It just I think it just feels weird because you're already paying a subscription to use the service in the first place. It, it just seems a little bit weird to ask you to pay more for early access for certain things. But, whatever. Yeah. Uh, now going into the other film news we got, we have a couple, we have three different things here. We'll start off with, uh, some House of the Dragon news, guys, which if those don't remember, House of the Dragon is the Game of Thrones spinoff that's coming. It's based off of the book George R. R. Martin came out with that I didn't read called, uh, Fire and Blood, which is like a history. It's like more of an in-depth on all of the Targaryen dynasty of all the different rulers but in the form of a novel, whereas, like, if you read the massive book, A World of Ice and Fire, which is actually, like, a complete history of uh, uh, Westeros and stuff, uh, it talks about all of them. It does talk about all of them, but much shorter, uh, whereas this is an actual novelization of it. Uh, And this book, this show is supposed to be based on that book, but, James, I don't believe they've answered us whether or not it's going to actually cover the whole lineage, or if it's going to be a... uh, if it's just going to be set in one era. But so far, the only thing they've revealed now is the first casting, which is uh, Patty Considine is playing Viserys Targaryen, which you might know Viserys from Game of Thrones season one. He's Danny's older brother, and he's a, he's a bitch. He ain't no dragon. So it was uh, that one. So I couldn't remember if it was like him or someone earlier in their family history that had like the same no, yeah. name. Which that was, uh, if I remember correctly, that's Viserys the Third, and this is King Viserys Targaryen the First, who is the fifth king, or fifth Targaryen king. So he's like the fifth one in the lineage. But here's the thing. So here's a little thing of it. uh, What they say for the show, uh, the synopsis for the character. King Viserys Targaryen is chosen by the Lords of Westeros to succeed the old king Jaehaerys Targaryen at the Great Council at Harrenhal. A warm, kind, and decent man, Viserys only wishes to carry forward his grandfather's legacy, but good men do not necessarily make for great kings. So, uh, one thing we do know is, if I remember correctly, uh, after he dies, his kids fight over the throne. And that fight is known as the Dance of Dragons. Oh. So that's the Targaryen. So there's like different Targaryen civil wars. Uh, This is the big one because it's all like actual pure blood Targaryens fighting each other. Whereas like uh, there's like the Blackfire rebellions where it's like the bastard uprisings. But this is like the actual full on like fucking civil war between. It's like literally where all the dragons start killing them each other and all the big dragons start dying. Uh, And it's like kind of James, would you say it's like the downfall of the dragons to an extent? Yeah, I mean, part of what led to their downfall was, like, they had a series of just insane kings that, especially the last one, was just, like, fucking nuts. So, I guess people got tired of the um, 
Targaryen line is they just weren't being good kings anymore. Yeah. But definitely that, like, probably didn't help that there was a civil war that uh, diminished the, I guess, gene pool of the Targaryen line. Because one of the things that, I don't know if any someone listening to this hasn't, uh, isn't aware of what the Targaryens used to do, they would, like, inbreed. It's usually, like, brothers and sisters and, well, and maybe not necessarily brothers and sisters, but they would... Uh, only marry within their own family line supposedly to keep the targaryen blood pure uh so made them crazy yeah made them crazy over time uh, over time because that's how genetic diseases work yeah so uh i'm curious so the only question here is well yeah the only question here is if this is what the show is going to be about will house of the dragon be about the dance of dragons and this is like season one think about it. like remember season one of game of thrones was like the prelude and this one's all about Viserys, and then at the end, you know, he might die. And then season two and onward is like the Dance of Dragons or something. Or is this going to be a full-on history, and this doesn't come until later, and it will, like, will it start with, uh, what's this, Aegon Targaryen and the conquering of Westeros? Like, Aegon I, like the first Targaryen coming in with his sisters. That's a good question, because I, I think a show based off of... Um... The Dance of Dragons could be really, really cool. Uh, yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, well, it, it, it's basically, yeah, is that that quite... Because if it is the full thing, then we'll start off with Aegon Targaryen and the Conquering Westeros. But at the same time, if they're already casting the Fifth King, then it might not be... Because, like, if it was actually, like, the book, I guess, when James, would you say it would be more anthology? Because, like, each ruler is, like, almost like an anthology of itself. like a, Or at least a, its own entry. Because you have different generations. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's one of the interesting things about the uh, Westeros world. It's just like there's so many stories to tell for different like ages and stuff like that. So, yeah. let alone Which I'm different still, rulers. I'm still very salty that this is happening instead of the long night that was canceled. Yeah, that was the actual show. Like I said, that was the actual show. I'd break all my rules and just watch it because that was the only one that actually truly interested me. This one's interesting, but I've never had a fondness of Targaryens. Whereas, like the old shit that was like Westeros before the Targaryens is like twenty times more interesting to me. Besides the fact also that James, I still won't be watching this show until I get my winds of winter. So you know, just yeah. saying. And I'm not trying to rush the man. He could take as long as he wants. I just choose not to buy his stuff. Until he was, he does. Like, what? I'm like curious now. What's the last thing he said on Twitter? <laughs> oh, you want to check? All right. I'll, I'll jump into the next thing while you look it up. All right. Sound good? Uh, all right. So the next thing we got is uh, some casting for uh, the reboot to Resident Evil. Uh, and it's a it's quite a list, I think, James. Um, let me find, where, where did it go? Oh, yeah, here we go. So, uh, they have casting for the new movie, and we're going to have Kaya Scodelario uh, playing Claire Redfield. I don't know who that is. He uh, uh, we, wasn't we a have... fan of the presidential debate. <laughs> oh, she, uh, what, George R. R. Martin? Yeah. Uh, well, He's that's like, not... I've seen every single one that's been televised, and I've never seen anything like last night. Damn it, George! That's not Winds of Winter. All right, yeah. uh, Hannah He's John. Random shit, man. He's like a normal ass dude, apparently. Anyway, 
Sorry. Hannah John Kamen will play Jill Valentine. Uh, Robbie Amell, which you might know him as Firestorm from The Flash. Uh, it's also uh, Stephen Amell's older, uh, younger brother. Uh, we play Chris Redfield. And actually, James, I think that's the second Flash alumni that plays uh, Chris Redfield. C- Captain Cold, what's his face, played uh, Chris Redfield before that. For real? I don't yeah. remember that. Uh, Tom Hopper will play Albert Wesker. So they're getting a much younger Wesker. Uh, Avon Jogia uh, will play Leon Kennedy. And Neil McDonough, which I love Neil McDonough. He's in like everything. Uh, the dude's uh, Damien Dark and Arrow. He is oh, yeah. uh, he's in Star Trek First Contact. He's like a redshirt that gets taken by the Borg. William Birkin, right? He's going to be William Birkin. Isn't that the scientist? Yeah, he's the dude who invents the G-Virus and turns into Nemesis. No, sorry, not Nemesis. Um, he just turns into a creepy-ass monster. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so we have those so far. So we got the big ones, you know. I mean, at least uh, for game fans, uh, you got Chris and Claire Redfield and Jill Valentine. Honestly? And Leon Kennedy. Yeah, so. like, all the casting for all those characters, I was like, this is fucking perfect. They look great. Yeah, I mean, at least in terms of, yeah, looking like the characters, it works really well. Uh, Leon Kennedy, yeah, Leon Kennedy looks like he just got a, I guess the picture they showed of him as he just needs to shave that mustache and he's good to go. Imagine Leon's yeah. mustache will be pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, it's it looks interesting. I just hope it's as good as the previous movies. I love those movies. James, James does not like those movies. I know probably the average, game, average Resident Evil game fan does not like those films. I've never... I, like I said, I still haven't really gotten into the games myself, but I fucking... Those movies are... They're just so enjoyable. They're just so much fun. I'm just like, oh boy, what's happening next movie? I mean, yeah, they're great popcorn flicks, and they're, like, mindless, I guess? I don't know. It's, it's not like the games are that smart, either. Like, one of the reasons why I love the first game is it's so fucking cheesy and stupid. It's like a bad horror movie. So I don't know why I can't stand the first movie that's also a terrible horror movie but like i don't know there's just something about it they tried to make it like an action film and it's just it's just not what the series is until you get to resident evil 6 which was terrible yeah and it's (laughs) are you but you're excited for this one though right i'm a little bit more excited for this just because they're like we're gonna try to keep it more grounded to the original first two games and we're gonna they i think they said they wanted to make it more like an actual horror movie like scary so i i'm very interested in that because i think it like a resident evil movie done well could be really really good i just could not stand the previous movies that they made like by the end of them it's got like basically nothing to do with resident evil okay last piece of news james and this is uh exciting to me i think you might be excited too though but godzilla returns to netflix in new anime series godzilla singular point yeah you so- you showed me uh, the cover art for it uh last night it's pretty cool we got a new godzilla yeah he looks he looks pretty dope and then we actually they, they released a cast picture 
of the characters that are going to be in this anime. And holy shit, does this have personality? It's such a diverse group. And the animation is... So this isn't related to the... Uh, this isn't related to the Godzilla Netflix trilogy of movies that they have. Uh, it's not the same animation either. Like, there was cool CG animation for uh, the ones we watched, but this one is a lot different. Uh, whereas the cast, at least the concept art for them, look a lot more... What would you say, James? Like, 2D? Yeah, or it's... I guess, like, more traditional drawn? It's definitely, like, more traditional anime look. Uh, I mean, that's a little bit weird uh, to say, because there's, like, a bajillion different anime styles. But it's, it is it is definitely a 2D art style as opposed to 3D. I just, like... I don't know. I kind of liked the previous Netflix uh, show, like, movies, but I never really got into the art style that much. Yeah. And so here's all the info on it. I'm, I'm really excited for this. So uh, the director will be Atsushi Takahashi, who did Doraemon, uh, the movie 2017 Great Adventure in Antarctic Kachi Kochi, and uh, anime studio Bones, uh, that did My Hero Academia in partnership with Studio Orange, who did Beastars and Land of the Lustrious, will produce the series combining hand-drawn and CG animation styles. Hmm, okay. Uh, in addition to director Takahashi, uh, the creative team includes Ken Sawada, composer for countless Doraemon films and series such as Yawa Mushi Pedal, uh, Japanese science fiction novelist, uh, so that's him, uh, then Japanese science fiction novelist To Enjo, making his TV debut as editor and writer for the series. Uh, Kazuo, Kazui uh, Kato, I really hope I don't say these names wrong, uh, creator of Blue Exorcist and the hit comic currently serialized in Jump Square will serve as the character designer. And this is a big one for people, maybe. An animator, Eiji Yamamori from Studio Ghibli. Is it Ghibli or Ghibli? Uh, Ghibli, I think. Ghibli. From Studio Ghibli films, including Princess Mononoke, Spirited Away, and The Wind Rises, will do kaiju design. So, they basically... That gets I me very excited. They basically got a full-on novelist to write. They got basically a full fucking lineup, James. Like, Japan's just going crazy, and Netflix is like, do it here, please. And I will say, uh, Netflix has been actually doing great in anime. I don't know uh, yeah. how they've been pulling it off. Whereas, like, you know, if you look at other shit, they're just either... Uh, this is what's happening. It's either... It's an anime, it's doing great. Uh, if it sucks, it's still going. If it's really great, they cancel it. <laughs> if it's another show. If, it's, if you're like Dark Crystal, it's like, hey, you got nothing, you canceled. Uh, I think the only ones that are currently safe right now, uh, just because of sheer, at least they're still growing, is Stranger Things and The Witcher. Everything else has yeah. just been kind of like getting either axed or isn't that good. Because some stuff is just kind of garbage. <laughs> if you've watched some stuff, um, I know some of my family watched something on Netflix recently, and uh, they straight up actually fell asleep, like literally yes. fell asleep. Uh, but yeah, so that's all the info we have for it. But I'm really excited for this. Uh, this come, they don't say. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it comes sometime in 2021. We don't know when, but I'm really excited. It's something else to look forward to as Godzilla fan. So if you love Godzilla. You know, the one thing I will always talk about here, or we will talk about here, uh, anytime there's news, is Godzilla and Destiny. Like, that's, like, the biggest representations of both, like, yeah. in terms of, like, film uh, film and TV, 
and then on games. Like, those are the two things we'll always talk about more than anything else. Uh, that will just, like, it'll be on the news. If it's even a small snippet, I'll be like, all right, guess what we're talking about? Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a pretty fair bet. Yeah. Also, if you ever look at my personal Twitter, not the not the podcast, uh, it's me retweeting so much fucking monster art it's like yeah you do retweet a lot of really cool Godzilla <laughs> stuff i just i love it so much there's all there's so much good shit out there it's fantastic but all right james that's all of it really it's all of it um and all right question here do we want to talk about we have 45 minutes or less about do we want to talk about ghost of tsushima or do we want to so i know we've been delaying ghost of tsushima forever but hear me out do we want to delay it and just do a full Ghost of Tsushima episode that's like that and Legends when it comes out? So we like play a shit ton of Legends and then we talk about it. I think I'd like to do that because I know we... I mean, it's not out yet, but I have a feeling that once it does come out, I'm going to want to play a bunch of that and talk about it. And if we delay talking about Ghost of Tsushima till then... Then we could talk about all that at the same time and not do like a separate discussion later. So it'll kind of be like our Last of Us Part 2 episode that pro- I don't yeah. I don't think it'll be as long, James. No, um, no, probably not. Uh, and who knows? Maybe I may or may not attempt to maybe bother Brandon again. Be like, hey, get the fuck on here. I, I, I don't know because he'll he always fucking misses it. So I don't know if I want to bother him again about it. Uh, but we'll see. Uh and so we'll do that so we'll have a ghost of tsushima special uh we will probably still make it numbered uh it'll still be part of the main lineup but we'll go all in on ghost of tsushima we'll probably james will have to then uh prioritize legends when it comes out then and then uh i'm fine with that i mean we'll play together it's a we got a story mission it's like two players stories so we can play together on that perfectly oh i didn't even know there was a story thing i thought it was just all co-op they said there's a two-player story mission, uh, story campaign, and then there's a four-player uh, co-op. I'm not really sure what it's going to be exactly, but you still have the same classes in the two-player. So we'll do all that shit. And the new game plus sounds great, but I'm just like, I, after, after I plot, just like Spider-Man, Sp- just like Spider-Man Remastered, I'm like, dude, I platinum the shit out of that. I don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. I don't need to go back in there. I spent so much time in Ghost of Tsushima. And I'm just trying to move up. Like, maybe in the future, before, like, Ghost of Tsushima 2 comes out, if they ever... Wait, what am I saying? If there's a Ghost of Tsushima... I don't even know if there would be, but, like... uh, I just want to get through my backlog at this point. Yeah. Um, So we'll do the one-shot. And like I said, James, I think um, right before PlayStation comes out, we could do, like, a cool special on, like, next-gen stuff. Uh, Or at least we'll do, like... I feel like we can do... In one week, we'll do a episode where we cover our news but we'll either include um we'll do the next gen stuff in it and then i think we should also record an episode that is basically just all of what we're playing and watching only and it's just a full-on like backlog catch up on talking about an episode just so we can oh, just that's a good idea yeah so we just catch up a bit and get through a lot of it um because i know even if we're able to, because guys, it's it's a month away now. It's November, t- it's October tenth. Xbox comes out November tenth, and PlayStation comes out November twelfth. So we're a month away from the consoles, and we're not going to get through our lists in four weeks. I don't think, or in yeah, we're not going to get through our entire listing in four weeks. I don't think, especially because it's still growing. Yeah, and not. I do have plans. So let's say if we did run out of 
what we're playing, what we're watching, and we have low news, there are actual topics I want to talk about that are like not necessarily uh, time sensitive. They're just kind of like interesting things to talk about, but they're just kind of something we could do when we don't have much content. And they'll be really cool. I've been kind of making a list of them in my head that I should probably write down before I forget them. <laughs> but I will say this, uh, some are destiny oriented. Uh, there's others that are maybe uh, console oriented and things like that. But th there's some interesting stuff I think we can talk about. And it'll be pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I think James, uh, we could spend maybe 30 minutes or so just talking about what we've been uh, playing and watching, which I'll probably still once again, because there's so much stuff I've watched, I could just knock that out. And I'll save what I've played for later. Yeah, it's probably, eh, I don't want to say the exact opposite for me, but like most of what I've been spending my time on when we have time to talk about like what we've watched and played, I've been highlighting movies and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe next time I'll be able to talk about finishing Smash Bros. Because since we talked about it last time, I started oh, have you jumped in? Light again. Oh, Dude, you're almost done? I got to the part where I could fight Galeem, and I was like, oh boy, awesome, I'm finally done. Whoa, it took me like 20 hours to, to get this point. Oh, Wait, what, oh, the fuck, what the fuck is the Galeem? The big bad guy? The the one who like captures all the heroes? Have you started that story? Yeah, I just remember they all get attacked by a thing. I don't remember what it yeah, was. Yeah, so like the giant thing that shoots like a bajillion laser beams uh, at everyone, that was Galeem. And I hmm. beat him, and I'm like, ah, oh, cool, I'm done. No. Oh, so it's, it's not Master Hand? No, dude. He, it's, I was like, apparently I was only like halfway through. Wait, like, beating Galeem is just halfway through uh, the yeah, fucking I'm like, campaign? Are you, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? There's fucking more to this game? Are you serious? There's a dark world? What? Maybe I should start playing it just because of its sheer amount, but not necessarily... Um, I think I should start playing it just to, uh, uh, like, kind of play it like I play Animal Crossing, I guess. Like, I'll play Animal Crossing for maybe, like, 20, 30 minutes a day now that it's October. I've been buying up, like, all the... Dude, I'm, I got so much pumpkin shit. Um, but maybe I'll just play and get, like, two to three battles a day done. Yeah. So I don't think about it too much, but it's, like, something that's not too bad. And if I just do that, like play play like with two to three battles, then I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. And that I'll way, eventually chip it away. Yeah, because I I already remember like I remember I tried to play it before, and I get I just got fatigued. I got so tired of just like doing these. And if I lost a couple too, then I just get pissed off. And I was just like, this it didn't feel like I was making any progress. So yeah, it's... I feel like that'll be a better way of doing it. Because then if I get that done, and I'm kind of happy with where I am in Animal Crossing, because my goal in Animal Crossing is basically. Uh, the, the, the easy goal for me is to have all of the, uh, uh, fish and bugs and, uh, you know, the, the sea creatures, uh, that are at least available during that duration. If there's like literally nothing for me to catch and I have everything, then I'll be like, oh, cool. I don't have to do this. But let's, if those are done, then I'll probably just go play Hotline Miami on Vita and finally like tackle my Vita backlog and then eventually get to my Switch and be like, oh boy. Hyrule Warriors and Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze and Mario Odyssey and Let's Go Pikachu. Uh, so, is it Let's Go Pikachu? Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Yeah, I think, you know what's funny? I only got that one, I think I wanted that one over Eevee because it had Grimer. 
I didn't give a shit about Pikachu and Eevee. I was just like, oh, this one has Grimer and this one doesn't. Give me Grimer, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. But yeah. All right. Let's just, let's do it. Let's talk about what we've been playing watching. I guess I'll start off uh, since you did the last week. Um, so, James, this is the best thing. This was the first week of Monster Movie Thursdays. Yeah. What'd you watch? Reign of Fire. Ooh, I remember that movie. Yeah, so this was all the way... Uh, I, I can't remember if it was April or May, James, um, but remember when we did those big talks on Godzilla 2014, Skull Island, and King of Monsters? Because mm-hmm. uh, there was the watch parties that um, Legendary and Nerdist were doing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what prompted me afterwards, because those were on Thursdays, I think. Uh, after they did that... Uh, Every week after, like, everyone was so happy with it. That's what prompted me to start doing the Monster Movie Thursdays with my friends on Discord. Hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, And this was was the week after, basically. So, uh, we watched frickin' Reign of Fire. And I think after that, we did Shin Godzilla, I want to say. Or we did Shin Godzilla at some point, but I've already talked about that so many times. I didn't bother putting it on here. Uh, But, yeah. So, Reign of Fire is a movie from... I can't remember what year it was from. It was either the late 90s or uh, early 2000s. But it's about, like, you know, in the in the UK, uh, in London, I think. Oh, it's 2002. Okay. This, like, they mi- these uh, a construction company that's, like, mining, basically, in the UK, somehow unearths a dragon. And it's, like, the king dragon or whatever. It's, like, the alpha dragon. But basically, it gets out, and it turns out all these dragons live under ground and they've been asleep for like i don't know hundreds thousands of years and they basically come out and destroy the world and uh it's about it's like a post it's a post-apocalyptic dragon movie where the world is destroyed and there's just cer- small groups of survivors that just try to survive the dragons and uh you know these american soldiers come from the u.s and basically help these british survivors kill the like big bad dragon and james i for i don't think i ever i watched this movie once when i was younger much younger and yeah, i just remember same. the trailers like the best part is there's like this crazy barbaric american soldier that has an axe and he attacks the dragon and i'm like who the fuck is this i don't it's remember that fucking matthew mcconaughey oh as a bald american brute soldier special forces guy it is fantastic, and it's got a. Uh, I huh. think it's Jessica Chastain in it uh, too. Uh, it's uh, so basically the main British guy is Christian Bale. He's like the main character British guy, and it's uh, no Alex Jensen is the actress for. Uh, I think oh no 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 it's uh, Isabella Scorp- Skorupko. Uh, I thought it was like I thought I thought it was someone else. Oh. Uh, yeah, I thought it was like Jessica Chastain or something, but I guess not. Uh, yeah, so it's like basically these British people that are surviving, and it's it's so fun, dude, because they still have guns and stuff, but they don't really do much to the dragons, and these Americans come in with choppers, and they have these death squads, so basically these dudes jump off the choppers and try to kill the dragons by free-falling onto them and, like, doing this crazy shit that, like, basically kill... I forget how they do it, but it's just like... They, it's like these suicide guys that they could survive but there's a chance they might die they're like they have these little glide suits and they'll like uh fly over the dragon and 
like, I think, implant it with something that'll kill it. And it's just really fucking insane. And uh, it's just, it's really good. And it has, it's that era, James. The late 90s, early 2000s era. Where, do you remember, uh, and also some of the early 90s too. But do you remember, like, for movies, they would make those music videos? And they would actually have an original song? Oh, yeah, sometimes. Like, uh, as an example, Batman Forever had Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Uh, Batman and Robin had Gotham City by R. Kelly. Didn't Daredevil have, like, Bring Me to Life by Evanescence? Yes. Uh, And there's, like, one for The Mummy Returns, I think. I don't know if it was Mummy, but I think Mummy Returns had one. And uh, everyone had one. Reign of Fire was the song Burn by Mad at Gravity. And it's so just, like... Yeah, and it's it's so I don't I I listen when we watch the credits, my ears perked up so fast. I was like, "What is this God-given song? What is this amazing? It's so like, it's like uh, edgy rock. Like it's kind of like Lincoln Park. I guess was the best word for it. It's like you know when we were in middle school and the best song in middle school from Lincoln Park was Numb, and it's just like <laughs> it's so edgy." and shit it's like that edgy it's so good i was like listening to this song on loop james it's so fucking i don't know why yeah i I love it i don't know why i love it i I love these songs they're just like these weird edgy lincoln park style rock songs that are just like they're not necessarily emo but they're just like whoa man my feelings (laughs) it's so good i was loving it man loving it apparently i think that's like their number one song too but uh, yeah, it's really, honestly, the production for it looks really good uh, in terms of, like, the, the props and stuff for the tanks, the helicopters. Uh, they, they do a really good job for the soldier designs. And the dragons themselves didn't age badly. Like, they, they still look pretty cool uh, when you're, like, seeing them all. And, dude, the sheer size of, like, the big alpha male dragon versus, like, all the smaller, I guess, females and shit, it's crazy how big it is compared to them because it just eats the smaller ones. And... It's like London is uh, London is Dragon Nest Central, but the whole point is like if you kill the Alpha, they can't breed anymore. Yeah, so now they like can start being killed off. One male, all the others yeah, are female in the entire planet, and it's like a planet full of dragons, basically. So the whole premise is like, hey, now that we've killed the Alpha, like they can kind of live because there's not going to be more, but there's still a fuck ton. But now they have the power to start killing them off. I guess, and there won't be more if they, it's like, you can actually count now, it'll be like, you know, if you kill one, they'll just come back with more. Now it's, if you kill one, that's one less. There's still a lot, but there's actually one less, I guess. Yeah, but I I really liked it. It's It's a great, fun monster flick, especially, you know, it's fucking dragons, and it's not like, I don't know, James, I feel like a lot of movies with dragons are always, um, what would you say, friendly uh, it's all I mean, like you know it's i guess it's just it, it what was interesting about it to me was it wasn't like a medieval type movie like it wasn't set back in the time where dragons would normally be set uh traditionally so it was literally just like it was more a post-apocalyptic movie but instead of it being like zombies, zombies or, or some plague or some like a nuclear winter or something it's just like what if we just like found dragons one day and they fucked everything up because like they're fucking dragons 
Yeah. Like, I, I just thought that was really interesting. Plus, when it came out, I was, like, really, really into dragons. So I was like, cool, dragons. Dude. All right, guys. You don't know, but growing up, James, the, there's two things. You, there's three things you knew about James. His favorite animals were cheetahs, because they're the fastest animal. Yes. His favorite color was red. Yes. And he fucking loved dragons. Like, the, the motherfucker had, like, a dragon necklace, if I remember yeah. correctly. <laughs> I he forgot had, he that. Had, he he like created a, he created his own Digimon card and it was like a sea serpent dragon thing. Yeah. Uh, he used to he had a lam I forget how you had a laminator, but you would laminate Digimon cards and like uh create your own drawing. Because the dude was a good draw he, he was a good he was good at drawing. At least better than me. I couldn't draw for shit and I still can't. Like, I mean I, I, I would improve. never say I was like super good, but like I put like I put some effort into it, I guess. Compared to me, you were fucking Van Gogh, dude. For real. Like right. I, dude, I still can't it's like I could draw a mean stick figure. If it's not a stick figure, all I could draw is probably tanks, star Davids, and penises. Like that's all I got. That's all I got, man. <laughs> that's all I could do. But yeah. Like, I don't know, just like I guess as a kid, I was like, you can't make a like an animal or a creature cooler than a dragon. It's a fucking giant lizard with like iron hard scales that is basically impenetrable, supposedly, depending on what lore you're looking at. It breathes fire and it's got giant wings and it can fly like you can't make anything more badass than that. Yeah. I don't know. You it's like probably. growing up. James was the dragon guy. I was the Godzilla guy, which, you know, I mean, you can see the similarities there, but, you know, it's still yeah. vastly, I was very Japanese exclusive. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, Reign of Fire, guys. Check it out. If Honestly, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's such a good time. It is so much fun. It, it's a, it's a great movie. I completely forgot that, like, the Americans are the ones who are, like, come in and save the day. <laughs> they sort of do, but they also kind of fuck shit up at the same time. Mm. It's like a mix uh but yeah no it's a, it's a good time though uh james what do you got um i'll do i'll knock one off of my games that i've been playing recently like i, I just mentioned that i played smash bros a bit but i'm not quite done with that uh i give mario 35 a try i'll talk about that because it's kind of timely because it just came out um one of the quickest so like Inside Gaming does a, a bit that's like five second reviews or whatever. And the guy that does it, he's he described it as like, it's like Tetris 99, but it's Mario. That's that's basically it. Like, you're literally just playing uh, seemingly random Mario levels uh, over and over again until eventually you're the last one left. And... I don't know. There's some interesting mechanics to it. Like every time you kill a Goomba or um, a Koopa or something like that, it um, sends them to the other, like one to one of the other players' worlds. So if someone starts attacking you and sending uh, like a shit ton of them at you, you could have like a huge endless line of enemies. And I don't know. It's it's fun, but I'm probably not going to be playing it for too long because it's just it. If I want that Mario, um, like taste, I guess, like I could literally just go and play the original Mario game on my switch on the, um, Nintendo online, uh, NES games uh, catalog. I don't know. It's, there's just not really much to talk about. It's just a cool little thing that I'm, 
I think it's interesting that they did. They did like a, a battle royale type game, but you're just playing Mario. So I don't know. And would you say, did you, uh, what's the closest you've gotten to winning? I got to second place one time. Okay. And, and then I just like randomly slid into a pit because like, I don't know, there's for some reason. It wasn't even an enemy. You just fell into, it wasn't a, even fell an into enemy. a pit. That more often than not, when I die, it's because I misjudge a jump or like the, the controls don't seem to like register right. And I'll just like slide into a pit or something. It's the most frustrating thing because it's like, oh, damn it. I didn't like the other guy didn't beat me. I just fucking lost. <laughs> some dragon you turned out to be. <laughs> Oh, dude, dude, it becomes so easy when, like, I realized that I was collecting coins for a whole, uh, for a long ass time. And I got up to like 4,000 coins. And I'm just like, what the fuck do I even use these coins on? Because they don't seem to be related to my level at all. So it turns out that you can spend those coins on starting with an upgrade. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh, I'll just start with like a fucking fly, a fire flower every time because it costs like 50 coins. I've got like 4,000. And I usually get like several hundred per a game because I just like stay in for a long ass time. So uh -huh. there's like no reason why I wouldn't start off with a fire flower because it just makes it easier to kill things and survive. Do, do you, um, uh, would you say that, uh, wait, not, not what would you say, but isn't it, um, I'm trying to think of what I was trying to say. I, I had it in my head. Oh, 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 okay. Isn't it supposed to be limited? Time. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is like it's a, it's a limited event. I think I don't know when it goes away, but it is. It I think because of the it's the servers because probably they want to like they you know Nintendo's not really the best at online or yeah. known for online, so that's probably why. So as far as I'm aware, and Tetris ninety nine is still going, but like I said, I'm probably not going to be playing Mario thirty five for that long anyway because it's like oh it's it's fun. It's a it's a cool little thing to experience uh you know for a day or two but i'm not going to be crying when they turn off the servers in like a few months or whatever I'll, I'll be like whatever i i had my time with it okay my next thing then james is a show uh two seasons of a show do you know danger five uh i've had it recommended to me before but i never actually got around to watching it so it's a very, very low-budget TV show that was uh, done in Australia, and it was two seasons. Uh, this is something we were, like, back when the beginning of quarantine happened when we started the Monster Movie Thursdays, we tried to populate the weekend with, like, there was Monster Movie Thursdays that I was doing. Uh, Fridays, my buddy, one of my buddies would do uh, Danger 5 watches, and it was, like, anywhere from, like, two to four episodes, probably. And then uh, we would do, like, uh, random movies on Saturday, whatever. And Sunday, another guy would do uh, try to do, like, anime movies or TV shows or something. But Danger 5, James. Okay, so the premise of Danger 5 is it's, like, World War II. And the Allies have, like, a secret agent group, basically, uh, made up of, like, uh, an American, a Brit, an Australian, a Frenchman, and a Russian. And they would all get together to stop some crazy ploy of the Germans and also try to kill Hitler each episode. And Hitler would be in each episode. <laughs> and the actor for Hitler is perfect. And he's just kind of it's so fucking funny because he's like an asshole. And it's it's OK. 
Danger 5 is a really, really great show because it's really bad, but they, they do it on purpose. So it's just like really kind of shitty acting on purpose, uh, shitty stuff happening on purpose. It's just like a, it's, it's just like a joke. It's like, um, did you ever hear about the, the, uh, short movie called Italian Spider-Man? Dude, I love that movie. It's so This good. is the same guys. It's bad good. It, it's the same guys. They basically made uh, a movie that was like, it's called Italian Spider-Man, but it's like a joke. They, oh, they made Italian this, like, Spider-Man. Kind of, I didn't notice you. I was just doing some science. It's that, James. It's that, but World War II and these this group of people are trying to kill Hitler like every episode. Each episode ends with the same exact shot of Hitler jumping out of a window. <laughs> and it's so fucking fu- it, This show is so funny. All this crazy shit always happens. Like there's like an island with dinosaurs and they keep turning people into dinosaurs. And everyone wants to have sex with the British girl to the point where like... Um, this like in one episode, a scientist is like, "I love this British girl," but Hitler loves this British girl, but also the Australian guy loves the British girl that's on the team. And then like this dinosaur servant of the scientist stops the scientist, going, "Stop! I love her." Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. And dude, it's it's so hilariously hilarious because all this random shit happens, and there's this. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember all their names. It's like uh, Tucker is the australian or the american those are the only two i get mixed up with the names because i only remember one of their names but uh i think it was the australian and he's just this dude that's always hella serious but he's like a bitch when he's around claire who's this british girl and he's he's just like a he's just an idiot you have uh pierre is this french guy and he always knows somebody in each episode and they always die in the episode and either they betray him or they're an ally but every time they die, they're dying, and he's, like, like crying. He's like, no, no. And as they die, because he's a bartender, he's, like, really good at mixing drinks, they gave him a recipe to a drink as they die. That's, like, the last oh words. And they, like, give him the ingredients, and then they say what the name of the drink is, and then they die each episode. There's, I think there's a website, or on their website, they have a list of all of the drinks. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it's so, it's so fun. There's, like, an episode where... Uh, they it's actually they include japan and you see mussolini for the first time and it's hilarious because it's like hirohito is this really sad guy that has a drug addiction and then uh you know like the emperor of japan uh you know hitler's fucking hitler and then mussolini's like this little boy he looks like some fucking 10 year old boy that's just playing video games and he's like <laughs> he's like Mussolini. hitler's like Mussolini, you paying attention he's just like uh, <laughs> you never get more than that too it's just so fucking hilarious um the italians like literally the italian m- military is actually guidos that's hilarious yeah they're like oh yeah oh boy this is fucking fantastic this is a live action show yes Huh. Uh, there's only one animated thing, and it's this dog. I forget his name, but he's like, Whoa, what's up, guys? It's me, Tutacular, blah, blah, blah. And he's like the best character, and then he gets killed. They kill the little animated character. He's like, Oh, gnarly, man. And he just gets shot in the head. I almost cried. I was like, No, they killed Scotty, or whatever the fuck his name was. He was like the coolest dude. <laughs> he's like, he literally talked like this, like, Hey, you guys, what's, what's, what's up, bro? <laughs> it's so fucking hilarious and it's just like world war ii it's like uh i want to say like 10 episodes it's not many episodes it's like very short and uh their boss is literally an eagle in a suit 
It's a guy dressed up as an eagle in a suit. And he always tells Claire to shut the fuck up. He's just like, I know what I was talking to. And uh, it's just great. He's the colonel, I think. Uh, he's, like, uh. he's just like, all right, all right, group. Uh, the group is called Danger 5. But he's like, you know, uh, find out what the, the Germans are doing, blah, blah. And as always, kill Hitler. And they're like, yes, boss. Uh, it, it's, dude, it's so fucking, it's so, it's so funny. And guys, I'm just going to say that, like, it, you can watch this whole series. It's only two seasons in a day. You really could. I, we took it for a week just because, like, we only would watch, like, an hour or two, maybe, or, like, an hour. But they're short 20-minute episodes, uh, I think. Yeah, I think they're, like, 20 minutes. But, like, a lot happens, and they're just, they're great. They're fantastic. I will say, like, really fast, too, like, the second season is in the 80s. And it's, like, them after the war and shit. And then uh, Pierre's black in this one. It's really, it doesn't make any sense. So it's like a, it's, a, they don't say anything. Like all the actors are the same exact thing, but now Pierre is black and instead of drinks, it's mixtapes. So oh everyone dies and he gets a mixtape or something. And he has a lion, a dude dressed up as a white lion named Mackenzie. And he only speaks Japanese. And he's like the coolest fucking character. He's like, what the <laughs> so fuck? fucking good. It's so, I need to watch this show. This sounds it's like fucking so good for me. There's even an episode where they go back to in time to World War Two to their past selves, and you have French Pierre and Black French Pierre, and they're just like, "Hey, oh, <laughs> it's so fucking good." So they don't they even don't, like acknowledge it themselves. I don't think so. They're just kind of like, "Yeah, that makes sense to me." Like they purposely did it. There was like because the actor is still there, they can still have him do it. But they just they just choose to make him black. It doesn't make any sense. It's so fucking hilarious, and uh, it, they do a lot of fun stuff with it. It's it's a really really good time. Like there's there's a lot of good stuff that happens. Um, there's a there's a twist too at the beginning. But yeah, no, it's 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 like it's the eighties, so it's super cocaine, super uh, just complete eighties shit. But Hitler's there too. I forget how he comes back, what? but yeah, there, there's the whole thing, dude. And he's trying to like get a girl for prom or something like there's a, there's an episode where they're in a high school and it's like Hitler becomes the most pot. He is mission. He basically is trying to become the most popular kid in the class, even though he's like a fucking, they're like, Hey, he doesn't, he looks kind of old. They're like, Oh, whatever. He's pretty cool. And he's got like a letterman jacket and he like makes fun of people and they love it. So like it's the really whole, crazy. how do you do fellow uh, children <laughs> type thing? Yes everybody watch danger five it is fucking fantastic you will have the time of your life it is hilarious it is the funniest shit it's made by a bunch of australians it's great it's fantastic but that's danger five season one and two james uh so that's cool i knocked out a whole series nice i definitely need got? to watch that because that that just sounds like right up my alley it's so funny it's it's just fa- it's fantastic should I do another one or I think we got time for I mean we, we still have 15 minutes if we want to we could either because the next one I got is pretty short um, um, if we want you can do two more and I'll I can do knock one more. game out actually because okay. I kind of I've been playing it for a while but I just I mean it's still not done done because it's like a service game but sort of anyway so I've been playing Monster Hunter Iceborne uh, oh okay Excuse me, That's the, that was the expansion, right? That was the expansion, and like 
when it first came out, I was like, oh man, it's kind of expensive for an expansion. Like that's, I don't know. Like, so like I, for whatever reason, maybe it's just not to knock destiny because destiny's had some pretty good DLC in the past, but it just, it never felt like it was quite worth it at the time for whatever reason. But James, the Taken King. Taken King was like fucking phenomenal, but I'm thinking shit like, uh, like Curse of Osiris. Oh, we don't talk about that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's going away, James. We don't have to, we don't have to hear about that anymore. So when Iceborne came out, I was like, but why don't they just keep putting monsters into the game? Why did they do like a whole new campaign? And honestly, after having finished it, it's literally one of the best DLCs I've ever played for a game. Really? Yeah. Cause it's like, not only do they add like a bunch of new monsters and stuff, and it's, it's a weird thing to say that it's like one of the best when the thing that I'm going to praise it on most is the cutscenes. But literally like every, almost every cutscene that they introduce a new monster, they just top the last cutscene. Like you'll think like, oh, holy shit. That was like the most badass thing I've ever seen in Monster Hunter. I can't believe how awesome this was. And then you find the next monster and you're like, holy shit. How did this scene make the last one make or make the last scene look like shit compared to this one. And then the next scene is even fucking crazier. So they just did a really good job of taking a game that was already good and then adding on like an even better campaign onto this one, uh, like on top of it. So if anyone is like worried about like, you know, if you're a fan of Monster Hunter and you're not like sure if Iceborne is worth it because it's it's like, uh, I'll I'll try to look it up real quick to see how much it cost when it first came out, but I it was like pretty pricey from what I remember. Uh, but this is just like it. Anyway, if you're worried about is it worth the pri- uh, the money, like it definitely is. Like if you are a fan of Monster Hunter and you just uh, want to see badass monsters fighting each other in cutscenes uh let alone fighting them yourself it just like it keep it kept uh surprising me and getting me excited to fight these monsters over and over and over again and just all the th- the different uh mechanics that they added on to the game after a while like um the ability to grapple onto a monster like whenever they uh like I don't think that was a thing when the game first came out and it's just Dude, Monster I I've liked Monster Hunter for a long time. And it's a little bit sad that Monster Hunter World is finally kind of reaching the end of its uh life cycle cuz they got like a new one on the horizon, but it's Aren't like, there two coming out? Uh there's Monster Hunter Stories 2, which is a um it's more of like a traditional RPG uh just set in the Monster Hunter world. It's pretty cute. And then there's like a full on new Monster Hunter game coming out, uh, Monster Hunter R- Rise, I think. But that's exclusive to the Switch, so it's I don't know if it's gonna be like Monster Hunter World that much. Probably not. I doubt that because it's on the Switch. <laughs> that's like you know that online functionality, man. Um, but hey, James, at least you can play Monster Hunter World of Two Ways for free now, pretty much. Like uh, if you're yeah. on Xbox, you can play it on Game Pass. If you get a PS5, PlayStation Plus collection will be on there too. So you can play it on Xbox uh, Series X, Series S, Xbox One, uh, and then you can play it on fucking PS5. So that's pretty dope. 
All right, so I still haven't played it. People have been bothering me, and I'm just like, eh, maybe look, one day. So Iceborne was $40 when it first came out. Mm. So that's why I was like, man, that's almost the price of the whole first game. Like, is it worth it? And do it is. It definitely is. Like, I don't know. It's it's hard. I can't really praise it enough. It's it again. If you like Monster Hunter, do not worry about whether this is worth it because it is a phenomenal game. Like, it was so exciting. Like, I actually think that Iceborne probably could have been its own full-on, like, sort of sequel to Monster Hunter. Because, like, they've done that before. Like, on the PSP, every once in a while, they would just release, like, a new version of the game that was not, like, a full sequel, but it's just, like, an updated version with more monsters and stuff. So they could have easily done that for Iceborne and just be like, Oh, one year later, here's Monster Hunter Iceborne. It's basically Worlds, but like with more stuff in it. But instead, they just released it as DLC for Worlds, so you didn't have to buy like a whole different game and start your character over and everything. So I liked it. It was good. All right. Nice. Well, my last thing I'll talk about, and like I said, dude, I, I do want to play it kind of not as much as like, because I already got service games. I'm good. Like Division Two, I I just gotta get. Did I tell you I got it on PC? Oh, uh, I don't remember if you did. The ultimate space. So I had it on PS4. I had no one to play with, and uh, I have multiple groups of friends. I have two groups of friends now that want have one had it on PC. Uh, the others just got it on PC because Ubisoft had a sale where the entire thing. So James, you get this, uh, Division Two, all of its DLC plus the New York stuff for twenty one bucks. Ooh. It was like 25 and then I, I used my Ubisoft points to make it $5 less. So I basically got everything for $21. So I'm like, okay, I'll probably sell my PS4 copy and just play it on PC now with a bunch of people. So I'm excited for that. And then, so, dude, I have Destiny and Division. And so I'm like, I don't need more service games. Yeah. Especially, too, I still haven't played, like, Ghost Recon and shit. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking Also, Monster Hunter, as much as I love it, it can be kind of daunting to get into if you don't have someone to like help you with it because it can get really frustrating. I have had people bother me to play it, I think on PC and then uh, you played on Xbox, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, maybe, I, I don't know. It's like I said, I have already enough and there's been so many series that I've written off just because it's like, you know, you can only play so much and I like too much shit to a point where like, I can't afford to throw in another franchise. Like, that's yeah. why I don't care about Far Cry, Watch Dogs, a lot of the Japanese games like Yakuza, Persona, uh, Monster Hunter, stuff like that. Like, Godfall isn't even... I'm not doing Godfall. Yeah, I'm uh, not that interested. Yeah, no, no So thanks. far. So, you know, I just have to make those decisions because I like too much other shit, so... All right, last movie I'll talk about is... Uh, just one, it's brief because it's one we've seen so many times. Batman Mask of the Phantasm. One of my buddies showed that again, and it was just great watching that movie. It's just so, it holds up so well, because James, that came out, like, after the Batman 1989 movie, and then we had, like, you know, the series itself, but this was, like, the only time, I think, besides Lego Batman, that we had an animated DC movie in theaters. I don't even remember it being in theaters. I just remember seeing I don't either. It. I never got to see it in theaters. I, just, I didn't know it was there. I remember seeing the box art for it like every time I went to Blockbuster and going like, man, that shit looks cool. Yeah. And you know, it has the it has the Batman theme in it, but it's like fully um 
what would you call it orchestral and has full full on like chorus like full vocals in it like you have a what do you call that not a, is it a choir or is it like a when you have all the people singing it like yeah, that'd like, be a choir yeah so it's like got full orchestral and choir on it and it's just fantastic and you know the animation is peak because it's like the it's the show but it's like it's film quality uh so it's it's the best animated version of the the show and you know you already know the premise if you haven't seen it already I mean, if you haven't seen it go see it i'm sure like uh, apollo city i don't think they've done because i looked at uh the movie schedule since we share like a google sheet but like uh they i don't think they've done a watch for mask of phantasm yet so if they do we'll probably jump on, i feel like we should jump on that james but uh that's probably going to be when we really talk or if you want to hear someone talk in depth on it that'll be the perfect time uh, especially also, I think eventually up to it, down to it, the other podcasts I started doing, uh, we'll probably do an animated series episode one day too, but you know, it, it, you already know, you know, everything about it. Um, if you haven't seen it, like what the hell are you doing? Go watch it. That is one of the hands down best Batman movies out there. And it's just like, it's top quality. It's got everything you need in it. it it's, it's also very, it's not super villainy. It's like more, um, like crime like gangs uh or like mafia i guess so i don't know it's been a long time since I've it's also detective so i don't really remember what the main plot was it's like detective crime hmm. uh because like even even having joker in it uh you have a very uh joker is this is the most brutal version of joker you get in the animated series uh compared to everything else like i'm pretty sure he kills dudes in this one uh and he uh yeah Basically, this the old like the only time you see Joker more brutal in this one is like Mad Love with Harley, like the Harley Quinn one, and uh, Return of the Joker in Batman Beyond. This is like the most. This is the original like kind of most brutal animated Joker, and it's it's just done so well, so well done. Go see it. All right, James, your last one. Go. <laughs> oh man. Uh... Wrap up. Let's see. What can I do real quick? You know what? I don't think I ever got a chance to talk about how much I hated Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I watched that movie like a long ass time ago and I fucking, I hate it. It's literally, it's one of the few movies. Like I usually love cheesy, shitty movies, but because I like X-Men so much. And I love the apocalypse. And the, what? The apocalypse movie, the third one, one before this. Uh, I, it's got its moments, but like yeah, no, no, no. we're talking about yeah, Dark Phoenix, Dark Phoenix. But like Dark Phoenix is just—it's so bad on so many levels that like literally, like I don't even remember at what point in the movie it was. It wasn't even that far. I I just like sat, I I paused the movie, and it was just like, I hate this. I literally hate it. Like it's making me mad watching it. How bad of a movie this is, because just on no level does it make sense or even is interesting. And it's like, how do you take the Dark Phoenix storyline that's like one of the most iconic X Men storylines, and you fuck it up twice, and the second time you do it even fucking worse? Like, wait, you'd say this is worse than I'd the... say this is worse than X Men Last Stand. Oh my god, that's some that's some heavy shit, dude. It that's is. some heavy shit. Like in like <laughs> X Men Last Stand, at least has some enjoyable moments in it. Like 
Kelsey Grammer actually fighting on like Alcatraz with everyone as beast. Okay, the Alcatraz fight was pretty dope. It was. <laughs> yeah, okay. And like there there's a bunch of moments in that movie that I still like. It's just the Phoenix part was basically not important at all. But for this, it's like the whole movie is the Phoenix storyline and it's just like they they try to have it both ways where like she definitely absorbed like a space cloud thing and that's why she's like super powerful right now but at the same time the whole movie xavier tries to like keep saying like no this is jean the jean has always had this in her it's just becoming unlocked now and like i guess at a certain point he tried to pivot to say that like whatever the space cloud that she absorbed is that is what's breaking down the mental barriers he put in her again because again they do that from x-men last stand where she had like a traumatic incident when she was a child and he tried to put up mental blocks to help her and apparently it didn't work again i just i hate this movie it's so bad i'll say there's a moment where gene like goes to the x-mansion i think it's at the x-mansion and i think it's supposed to be like a sad like tragic dark scene or whatever where gene literally uses her telekinesis to make xavier get up out of his chair and walk up the stairs and kneel before her but he still can't walk so she's just like puppeting his body with telekinesis and it looks so stupid that it's like i know it's supposed to be the sad thing that's like you know oh she's gone completely dark and she's forcing her master not not even master her like teacher to i was like master what the fuck yeah i don't know where that came from like to, uh, to uh force her teacher to literally kneel before her but it just it looks so goofy and stupid that i was just laughing the whole time and just like this did you seriously think that when you put together this scene, it was supposed to be like, oh, wow, I can't believe how dramatic that was. And like anyone who knows the Dark Phoenix storyline from the comics or the cartoons knows that like the there's an alien race that's like really important for the storyline known as the Shi'ar. And they never bothered to in- introduce them for this movie to explain Instead, there's, like, the other aliens that are, yeah. like, not definitely not the Shi'ar. But that's the weirdest thing. They still in- introduced another, comp- like, they made up a new alien species just for this movie. It's like, if, if you're going to do that, just fucking do the Shi'ar. Just call them the Shi'ar. Why the fuck? I just don't Because then they, everyone would have been like, those aren't the Shi'ar, because those definitely weren't the Shi'ar. I guess. I don't know. It's like, just... the Shi'ar are these awesome-looking dudes, and these are, like, fucking morphing motherfuckers. Very true. So, I just... On every level of this movie, from the writing, to the characters, to... Like, they, they made Xavier, like, awful in this movie. He's just, he's just bad. He gets exiled from his own school... <laughs> It's like <laughs> literally he's like a, a fucking coward and everything is his fault pretty yeah, much it's literally it's not that good i'll say this james uh because like before this movie came out you know there was the whole disney buying fox and i was so afraid because i'm like no no i want to see this dark phoenix movie uh i've been loving the last i love the last three x-men movies i uh, know three was 
not the best for everyone, and I don't think it was the best either, but there was a lot of it that made me just really happy. Um, and I was really excited also for New Mutants, which just came out in theaters for fuck's sake. But uh, I, I still love that X-Men world, and I wasn't really keen Especially because we, I think it was too, because Apocalypse just introduced us to like Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. Yeah. And we had that new Cyclops that was fantastic. And we had new Nightcrawler and Storm. And I love this new group. And I'm like, we just got them. I want to see them go on adventures. Like, I want to see cool shit happen. And instead, they just go like, you know, Dark Phoenix and like, oh, this hopefully this is really good. And I watch it. And I'm still very much against Disney Bank Fox. And I watch it and I come out <laughs> of the theater and I'm like, okay, they could buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, like, fuck it, I don't care. I was, I was so sad. I was so down because I'm like, damn, they really, this, they really did finish it with this. I can't believe. I'm so sad right now. I was so sad. It's like, it's weird because I can't even get sad about it because it, it was so bad. It made just every time I think about it, it just makes me mad. Uh, I hated it so much. But that's it. That's yeah. for me. That's it for me. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, guys. That's all of it. We got we got good shit out of the way. I got I got two show seasons and two movies out. James, you got two games and a movie out. Yeah. Like we did we did good today. Uh, obviously, not enough that uh, we've caught up at all whatsoever. Like, like like I said, guys, we're gonna do a we'll do a special episode that's all what we've been playing and watching that will be fun. Especially because I think I'll be blasting through shit to catch up before the consoles come out plus uh the only thing james the only thing that's gonna fuck me over is uh i still have 15 more garden raids to run through for destiny plus like seven more last wish ones and then this festival of the lost so that's gonna that's gonna hinder me a bit i'm like i'm in between focusing on that or getting through uncharted lost legacy because i didn't know there's a platinum and i'm like oh fuck (laughs) so i just i said fuck it and i'm starting off completely on crushing so I'll just run through it once, and then after I'll just do all the, uh, the, the you know, the non-camp, like, the random trophies after that are, like, do this, do that, whatever. But, yeah. I kind of burnt myself yeah. out on Destiny by playing it, like, literally that and nothing else. Well, maybe some other things. But I basically played nothing but Destiny for a month straight because of uh, the, I was trying to get all my characters to get the Shining Dawning, no, Shining. Um, oh, the Moments of Triumph Armor? Or whatever the last event was. I keep forgetting. Yeah, Moments of Tribe. No, it was the... Solstice? The Solstice. Yeah, the Solstice. Yeah, sorry. Uh, And I got that. And that took me like a few weeks of working on each character. Well, a few weeks to get all my characters to get that armor. And then Iron Banner came out. And I I played like a a bunch of Iron Banner for a week. I'm not even... I already got everything for it. So even if it's like... I don't give a shit about Pinnacle Gear anymore. I'm just like... I I finally got the Triumph for doing all the weekly bounties with all three of my characters for uh, Iron Banner. So now... Oh, you're insane. Yeah. So now (laughs) I don't need to do that anymore. Uh, So I was... I think I was just like, cool, that's done. I think I'll take a break from Destiny. Did you get points for that? Or is it like one of those zero point triumphs? This I think it that's the sad thing. I think it was a zero point triumph, and I was like, then why did I do it? At least you got artificial little triumph that says you did it. It's adorable, yeah. right? Isn't it? I mean, nice? at least I got did my. Did you at least get an emblem? I don't even remember. Dude, you probably didn't get shit. It just, I don't think it I just got did. shit. I just like it got just it. Said, Fuck I was you. Like, you got nothing. And I was like, why did I do that? 
Oh, well, like, but I, I might get back into Destiny again soon just to do... Uh, Festival is here. Fe- uh, yeah, Festival of Lost is here. There's also uh, um, the campaign. Did you do the Exodus shit? Yeah, I did all that. I There's there's one last mission now that you'll get a triumph for that should finish your seal if you haven't, if you already did everything else. Yeah, I still need to get the like four more Savathun eyes in the Prophecy Dungeon. Prophecy Dungeon, yeah. So I'll probably do that sometime soon. And then I still haven't gotten around to doing all the raids. So, dude, LFG on the app, it's actually, uh, I've been doing Garden a couple times on there and I've gotten through it. It's maybe a little bit longer than I'd like because usually I'm good at like, if if I'm with my clan, we're done in less than an hour. With them, we're done in like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. I should just like put out a post saying, like, hey, it's been a while since I've done. uh... Also, post on the Fireteam chat uh, or Fireteam. the Facebook group on Facebook. Oh, I didn't even think of that. The, That's a good idea. Yeah, the IGN fire team. They, they uh. have one. Yeah. All right. That's it, guys. Uh, we went a little bit over an hour and a half, but just talking fucking Destiny and random shit. Uh, all right. Like you said, you can it's contact, a Yeah. You can contact uh, Sutra Side Talk, whether it's uh, comments uh, or feedback, positive or negative. And also, if you want to, uh, you have a question you want to send us that so you want us to answer on the show, we totally can. Uh, you can email us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. And this will, of course, be in the show notes. You can check out on most of the platforms you're listening on. Uh, you can also follow the show on Twitter at sutrasidetalk. You can follow the show on Instagram at sutrasidetalk. And you can follow James on Twitter at invaderjim124. You can follow me on Twitter at gogocomzilla. And, of course, if you can uh, subscribe uh follow share or subscribe follow like or give a five-star review that'll really help us out if you really want to help us though uh, please share it around via word of mouth to people you know of course uh post it to social media and if you can uh retweet or post your stories anytime the the twitter we tweet out a new episode or uh post on instagram if you could do those that would help us out a lot uh we're for the rest of october uh, we'll be doing just because also James uh it's just also I, I don't have too much time to research charities so I might be a little bit bad with it now but I think we'll just switch it to a monthly charity so for the month we'll focus on one charity specifically so the rest of October uh, we'll be putting a link in for UNICEF uh, and UNICEF you know is donating to children so uh, you can do that uh, but that link will also be in the show notes for UNICEF and that is it for our episode guys we'll be back next week probably with more uh if there's not crazy news uh we will have more to talk about what we've been playing and what we've been watching so i'm excited to keep going down the line and tell you just catch up from fucking march april from april basically uh right now is where i'm at my list of movies and games shows so i'm excited to catch everyone up on that but all right Catch you all next week. Thanks for listening.